Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Today's episode is sponsored by Smile Brilliant. If you're like me, you're a bit overwhelmed by all the teeth whitening products on the market. Smile Brilliant has provided me with some very interesting facts to pass on to you. Fact number one, teeth whitening does not whiten your teeth. It removes the stains and restores the tooth to its natural color. Fact number two, teeth whitening does not damage teeth. Well, that's good to hear. Fact number three, tooth sensitivity is the result of tooth dehydration. Fact number four, caps and veneers cannot be whitened. And fact number five, the key to teeth whitening is the delivery device. So long as a whitening product is a peroxide-based whitener, it will remove the stains. What differentiates one product from the next is the device that holds the whitening agent to the tooth without interruption. Whitening strips, for example, neglect the crevices and molars, and they slide onto your teeth. Saliva floods the generic trays because they are bulky and don't create a seal. And this is something I didn't know. The LED lights that are supposed to help whiten your teeth are just novelty items that add no benefit. You need a high-output UV light that's only found at a dentist. Don't fall for the gimmick. If you insist on a light that does not work, get one on Amazon for under $5. That's how unimportant they are. The number one whitening device recommended by dentists is the custom-fitted tray. You can have your dentist make your trays for $300 to $600, or you can head on over to www.smilebrilliant.com and use their lab direct mail-in process for a fraction of the price that you would pay at the dentist. Oh, and if you grind your teeth at night, like I do, you can also purchase Smile Brilliant's custom-fitted night guards, once again, for a fraction of the price the dentist charge. Once again, that's www.smilebrilliant.com, and use the coupon code GHOST, that's G-H-O-S-T, for a ghost town discount. Again, that's www.smilebrilliant.com, and use coupon code GHOST, which is G-H-O-S-T, for an exclusive ghost town discount. Barbie's Dream Crime. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. In Georgia, authorities have made arrests in the Barbie Bandits case. Ashley Miller and Heather Johnson, both 19, were arrested last night. 
Police say they are the duo caught right there on camera laughing while robbing a bank outside of Atlanta. On February 27, 2007, a note was slipped to a teller at a Bank of America branch located inside a grocery store in Ackworth, Georgia. As the teller looked up, he saw two blonde teenage girls wearing designer sunglasses, laughing and giggling. The note in their hands ended with, I will not hesitate to kill you. This is the story of the Barbie Bandits, Heather Johnston and Ashley Miller, and their bank robbery gone very, very wrong. Most of the cases that we talk about, I think, have, they're generally like larger cases. I think there's a lot of information. This one, I really, I found something on Reddit, and then I really had to dig for it. So I'm proud to say, especially because I think a lot of the iTunes reviews talk about us finding cases that maybe they haven't heard before. This is one that I think I'm very proud to say is similar to that. I don't think you would hear it many other places. Of course, you're going to find something in five other podcasts have covered it, but we'll do it worse, I promise. In 2006, Heather Johnston was about to graduate from high school. She was a standout teenager with a religious upbringing. She was a straight-A student. She came from a church-going, affectionate, and supportive family. She loved tennis. She was a talented player and had won a scholarship to college for it. But she also felt the strains of having no money and maybe seeing college looming ahead and how expensive that life would be. It all began with a job that she got, one she kept secret from her family. Heather began working, and she was still in high school at the time, at Shooter Alley, a strip club outside of Atlanta, as a dancer named Charlie. Though she mostly worked the lunch shift, Heather loved the idea of making maybe upwards of $1,000, $2,000 just in a couple days. But her family did eventually find out, and they gave the 19-year-old a choice. Stop stripping or move out. So she moved out. Johnston moved into a furnitureless apartment, very barren, maybe what you might imagine with two teenagers running the show, with another dancer and one of her good friends, Ashley Miller. She was known as Adrian at the club. In fact, they had a lot in common. They were both 19-year-old high schoolers, both had plans to study business and go to college. They both loved helping others. In fact, Miller volunteered at a local nursing home, and her family members said that she also was really interested in becoming a nurse or a doctor. There are yearbook photos of both of them, and they look like tiny children. They look like teenagers. But together, they were kind of enabling. They both partied a lot. They really enjoyed being roommates and co-workers and just did drugs and had fun and worked and kind of school started to fall off. One night, Ashley and Heather were hanging out with Ashley's boyfriend, Michael Chastang. The three began joking, and again, they all liked each other. They liked spending time with each other, but began joking about the idea of Johnston and Miller, maybe the way they looked, maybe around their personalities, and maybe their values about robbing a bank. At first, it was just a joke, and again, in the context of doing bits and saying things to your friends. But the next morning, Johnston says, Michael ran with it. He knew a bank teller at Bank of America a friend named Benny Herman Allen II, cool name, and said that this bank teller could be their inside man. So what was once like a buzzed joke became an actual plan. Soon, Heather says she was on the phone with Michael's inside man, Benny. She took instructions from Benny specifically with what to write on the note that she and Ashley were going to slip him on the day they were going to rob the bank. Later, she admits that she was actually excited about it. But on February 27th, nothing went as planned. First, Johnston and Miller got lost driving to the bank and ended up at a completely different Bank of America. So they turned around and called their inside man, Benny, for instructions to the right Bank of America. 
Before long, they arrived at the teller's window, and in front of a camera that would capture photos and video of them very clearly, they slipped Benny the note. And again, the teller, Benny, was in the know the whole time, and he, looking panicked, shoved $11,000 at the teenagers. Says Johnston, quote, The bank teller started throwing it out, and it was like going everywhere. So I was pushing it. Ashley was grabbing it, putting it, throwing it in the bag. We were so scared. My heart was like, I think it stopped at one point. And I looked over, and we looked at each other, and we just started running again. They ran to the car, got in, and drove home to their shared apartment. Johnston explained that they would have to share the new fortune with Miller's boyfriend and the bank teller, though again, they didn't want to. The two immediately began talking about how they would spend their cash. $11,000, I want to remind everyone. Inspired, Johnston recalls that, quote, we went straight to the mall to get whatever we wanted. Apparently, what they wanted were highlights, and lots of highlights. Again, caught on tape, the two were seen at a high-end salon getting their hair done. While that was happening, detectives in Georgia were getting tips, the biggest in the form of surveillance photos from Bank of America. These photos were of the teens, girlish, in tight designer clothes and bright blonde hair, robbing the bank like it was the most casual thing in the world. The media dubbed them the Barbie Bandits, which is a title, I don't know, a shot in the dark, I had to guess, that they probably enjoyed. But let's take a break. Today's episode is sponsored by I Know What Scares You. Have you ever seen a ghost or UFO? Had a premonition that came true? Or experienced something you simply can't explain? On I Know What Scares You, celebrity guests and listeners share weird true stories of their own, real-life experiences with the paranormal, the inexplicable, and the simply terrifying. Then a crack team of experts, including skeptoids Brian Dunning, anthropologist Natalia Reagan, mentalist Jonathan Pritchard, and Dr. Kiki Sanford, host of This Week in Science, take their best science-based shot at what they think really happened. Was it an optical illusion, your brain playing tricks on you, or truly a mystery? Find out on I Know What Scares You. Subscribe now to I Know What Scares You on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Tara. And I'm Jessica. And together we co-host the podcast Three Spooked Girls. If you love the paranormal or murder, join us on Mondays for full-length episodes where we discuss our favorite paranormal stories and true crime cases. And join us again on Thursdays for our mini-sodes called Stabby Snippets, where we tell you all about true crimes happening in the news. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, wherever the hell else you listen to your pods at. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, by using the handle at Three Spooked Girls. Come and hang out with us and get your spooky on while we scare the hell out of you. The Three Spooked Girls. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hi, hello. How are you? Hello. How are you doing? How are you doing? No, tell us. We Tell us be now. Be real with us. Pause the podcast, say it into the void, and then press play again. <laughs> yeah, or, or if you did it, You're doing great. great. You're yeah. doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> we're, we're, we're hanging in there. Yes, yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're doing what we need to do for self-care. I think self-care for me is not immediately looking at my phone after I wake up. Ugh. I purposely try to spend a few minutes in, like just not running to my phone, which is very difficult. Wow. And You're that's so my old and mature. It's something about the way your brain and when it wakes up, I don't know, serotonin, melatonin, but also have you ever tried to read an email when you're kind of groggy and then you kind of take, like you kind of look at it and you don't really, you, you, the way you process it is a little bit, could be strange. You're like, wait, mm-hmm. are they, are they mad? Am I wrong? Are they right? What's, happening What's going there? on? So yeah. I've been trying to, and that's just my little way of, I guess, meditation where I'm kind of having some self-control that's good. And I wake up with my the heat of the phone on my face. If I don't wake up with the phone on my face every morning, something's not right. But also nobody's... Is that why I'm having a breakdown? <laughs> yeah, you're doing everything wrong. I don't get it. Oh. Hmm. But you know who's doing everything right? Who? Everyone who's listening, thank you so much. Woohoo! To all of our patrons, thank you. We thank appreciate you. it. We appreciate you. We're here for you. We want to talk to you. And we're very pro-government at least on this podcast in the world of Ghost Town, mm-hmm. in the town of Ghost Town. Yeah. We want to say hello and thank you to our mayors for their civil service. Thank you. We got a little Dara Rosenzweig. Hello. Ashley Matson. Hello. Joshua Lambert. Hi. And all-star Ben Forsyth. Yes. I just yes. arbitrarily pick because they're all all-stars. And there's a couple of no-stars. That's us. Yep. Hi. Keep these no stars afloat. Are those mixed metaphors working for you? No? Okay. And hello to our governor. Just keeping the lights on. You know what I mean? Making it all happen. Mm -hmm. Making sure the power grid is working. What would we do without her? Avian Avian Noble. Noble. I did Uh, that too. Did you hear how I did that too? Yeah, we did. (laughs) That's the one time we were like connected on this podcast at the same time. Normally, it's just like no, I don't know what who's fucking shooting fish in a barrel kind of a energy over here. But if you like bonus episodes, if you like no ads, no chit chat, you Mm-mm. just want the goods Mm-mm. or the bads. Yeah, depending on the episode, mostly probably bads. Eat them up. You can go to patreon.com slash ghost town pod, or you can find it in the description. Mm-hmm. That's very fun. And today we're going to take a week off of Apple Podcasts, review, reading. A vacay. An Apple Pod vacay? A little break, but... Whatever will we do? If you haven't left one, please do. Mm-hmm. If you have, thank you. I believe right now we're all caught up. Yeah. And hopefully we'll be back next I week. love it. With some more. And if you've left one, you're like, oh, I left one on another app, mm-hmm. let us know. I'll find it. I'll read it. Yeah. No. Yeah, say I won't. Say I won't. They're like, we don't care. We would never do that. 
Also, if you want a tarot read, I have been giving them. They have been very fun. They're very thorough. You get a lot. You get your money's worth and then some. And again, I love to do it. Happy to help anyone who needs a little meditative tarot therapy. That's not true. I'm not qualified for that. But it's been a lot of fun. So if you are a Patreon subscriber, if you want to be a Patreon subscriber, that is one small perk. It would be the health plan of the Patreon ghost town. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oof. Right. This is a lot about our country and our ghost town system of healthcare. It's broken. But you know what isn't broken? Is this plan to rob a bank by these two teenagers? Yet. So hundreds of calls are coming in from Cobb County Police Department. And of course, the media outlets are having a field day with the idea of two teenage girls robbing a bank. Soon, detectives were on Johnson and Miller's trail. The two girls realized this, and on March 2nd, 2007, Chastang, Miller, and Johnston got in their car, knowing police were closing in. As they drove away, the police followed, and the three led the police on a short car chase and were eventually apprehended next to the Six Flags Over Georgia theme park. According to arrest warrants, when police stopped Chastang and Miller, they discovered marijuana in the car and marijuana and ecstasy pills on Chastang's person, possibly seeking to protect him Amy told police, those pills are mine and he's just holding them for me. In a subsequent interview, the cops say she admitted to being a drug dealer. And at that point, Johnston said, I just knew we were going to be in a lot of trouble. And that they were. Again, these girls, Ashley and Heather, 19 years old, were arrested, arraigned, and jailed. Ashley Miller was convicted of theft and drug distribution and paid $2,500 in restitution and sentenced to a maximum of 10 years. Heather Johnston, who pleaded guilty to robbery and drug use, was sentenced to 10 years probation with community service, a minimum of $2,000 and $2,500 in restitution. Michael Chastang and Benny Herman Allen II, again, great name, the boyfriend and inside man teller at the Bank of America, were both sentenced to the 10-year maximum. So this is the point where we need to discuss something else in this case, and that is race. Ashley Miller and Heather Johnston are young white women. Michael Chastang and Benny Herman Allen, black men. Their sentences were eventually amended. According to NPR, Miller was sentenced to two years in jail, followed by eight years probation. Johnston got 10 years probation. So again, I want to remind everyone of that. Prosecutors had recommended both be sentenced to three years in jail and seven years of probation. Allen, who was on probation for a drug conviction and was said to be uncooperative with prosecutors, received five years in jail. Chastang, who is serving 15 years on unrelated drug trafficking charges, was ordered to complete another 10 years in jail for helping create the bank theft. I want to say, too, I don't know who was the mastermind in this. There's a lot of opinions that are out there who, who really spearheaded this effort, who didn't, the level of involvement that each person has. But it does speak to, you know, these two young white women and these two black men who had charges against them, of course, but still a system that came down on them much harder than they did on these two teenagers. And I can say whatever I want about this, but the NAACP has a great quote that I think I agree with. When four people are involved in the same crime and those who happen to be Caucasian receive much less time than those who are African-American... This reflects a problem in the justice system that must be addressed. Again, very clear message. This whole case speaks to kind of the culture of how we perceive of race, age, 
Some updates in 2012, Ashley Miller, who was out of jail, went back to prison for 90 days after a Halloween fight in a parking lot. It's also hard to find really anything else about them, but I did find, going deep down, Ashley Miller and Heather Johnston's yearbook photos. And I want to <laughs> I want to leave this case with, again, all of these things, but Ashley Miller's quote in the yearbook. A good friend would bail you out of jail. A best friend would be sitting right next to you saying, man, we messed up. That was a quote in her yearbook before all of this happened. Very interesting case and, and tragic in a lot of ways. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a movie at some point or someone yeah. wasn't developing it. Not so, I mean, you know, the crime, a bank robbery is always classic, but I think it's based on the personalities of friends or a crime duo, mm -hmm. I think is is pretty timeless. And it's interesting to hear about bank robberies in, in mid-late 2000s mm -hmm. when it was so prevalent previous and in media about, you know, you think a train robbery, then a bank robbery. Yeah. And- I was, you know, in, in my research of Los Angeles crime, the amount of bank robberies between the mid-80s and the mid-90s was record-breaking. In fact, wow. there's articles saying L.A. is no longer the bank robbery capital. Jeez. <laughs> uh, it was just, yeah, it's just an interesting where it was the statistics between, you know, mid-80s to mid-90s, over 17,000 times in wow. 10 years and we're like, well, why so brazen and why so much? Mm -hmm. And some things that I, you know, beside the fact that people want money and banks have money, and yeah, well, we we want a lot of money. Let's go to the place that has a lot of it, as compared to maybe a convenience store, which how much cash they're going to have on hand, or yeah. a strong arm robbery, or breaking into a home. But banks were notoriously, at least in Los Angeles, right off of a highway. You know, for that mm. convenience factor, you get that off the highway, sense, yeah. there's a gas station mm -hmm. and a bank, so it's easy access to get away. Yeah. You know, where in some movies, they leave a bank and they have to drive down like 10, you know, 10, 20 blocks of, of a New York City street, yeah. which seems tougher to get away. But Absolutely. you just jump on a highway and then, you know, that you just, you can get lost in that. And then also, obviously, any kind of economic depression and the cocaine mm -hmm. epidemic in Los Angeles, especially, and yeah. just the fact that there's, you know, also just a lot of cars to, to, you know what I mean? We don't have to rely on public transportation, so it's just easier for you to, like, get a car, move a car, yeah. take a different car, and crack cocaine in the late 80s really started to hit. But I think in Los Angeles, it's pretty noteworthy that people were, you know, it was it was a drug-related thing where they were needed to feed drug addictions, mm -hmm. and it's usually, and I don't have any statistics, but it People are stealing big ticket things because they are feeding an addiction. Yeah. You know. So you think that they were this? They were addicts. I in, the, in this case. Yeah. I don't know about necessarily this case. That's what I'm saying. It's like mid late 2007. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like that's a antiquated way to. I mean, we're already in like cybercrime time. Yeah. I think at that point. Yeah. But it, it it's an interesting thing that when I heard, I was like, oh, that's interesting to the idea of robbing a bank. But now, yeah, 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 like I'll we'll say for better or for worse now, and it was just so prevalent. And you know, we talked about the 1997 the um, Bank of America shootout. Mm -hmm. We did an episode on that, the North Hollywood shootout, mm -hmm. and that was in '97. So it's like kind of in that pocket there. Yeah, it's almost a romantic way I it think is. to do a crime, which 
that's why I think it could be a movie. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And I think there's so like, I'm looking at Ashley Miller's photo right now. And just everyone involved is very young, and they're very attractive. And like, Ashley Miller looks like Amanda Bynes. So I, I don't mean to like bring her reputation or anything into this. But like, there's like the, the sweet fate, you know, it's just like these kids and wanting to do something on the adrenaline, the admitted excitement around it. And I think the camaraderie it is it's like a buddy, it's like a buddy bank robbery movie kind of a thing. But I, you know, I think it's also could be interesting because it really does speak to the time and place in terms of, you know, prison reform and race relations and, and drug sentencing and all of that stuff. So there's a heavy component to it for sure. But at its core, it feels like the possibility, it feels like it's very possibility based for better or worse. Like these two girls who like wanted to strike out on their own and and have their own money and do their own thing and like kind of take back their lives this is now that i'm saying it out loud feels very anti-hero like an anti-hero story yeah or just very like convenient i guess but it's it's hard to say because again it's it's finding information in this case i wanted to know more i wanted to get deeper but i couldn't yet some people involved are still incarcerated and other people are keeping a low profile. Like I was really trying to dig deep into these two women and it's hard to, yeah, to know what the dynamic even between them was, which is something that I would have loved to explore. Maybe if you're listening and you know someone who knows yeah. them or you know them, we would love to hear provided, you know, we can yeah, let's hear on, on or off the record, you know, we don't want to yeah. exploit your friendship or anything like that. But we're curious if you, if you want to shine a light on this, but it's still an interesting. Yeah. Interesting case. Crime. Very interesting people involved. And an interesting, again, light on our society at this specific time. Because you're right. This is this is of a different this is a crime of a different time. Oh. Oh. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.